Welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer, and welcome to the final four of the Ohio Football Regional Tournaments. There are 14 Greater Cincinnati teams remaining during week 13 of the Ohio High School football season, and I will discuss some of the interesting matchups later in this episode. This podcast is every week, so be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app. A little bit later on, you're going to hear from Muller football coach Mark Elder as the Crusaders prepare to play Princeton in a Division I Region Four semifinal. A lot of intriguing storylines and history behind that one. Uh, I also caught up with Winton Woods head football coach Chad Murphy as he talks about this week's Division II Region Eight semifinal against LaSalle. And I caught up with Roger Bacon head coach Mike Blout, who has led the Spartans to their third consecutive regional semifinal. They take on undefeated Preble Shawnee in Division Five Regional Semifinal Saturday night at Lakota West. Also keeping with the Roger Bacon theme, you're going to hear from Spartans boys basketball coach Brian Neal, who announced last week he's stepping down after this upcoming season, which will be his 17th season as head coach there at Roger Bacon. Now be sure to follow all of our football coverage on WCPO 9 Sports and WCPO.com. I plan to be out at Princeton High School Friday night for the Lakota West versus St. Xavier Division I Regional Semifinal. A highly anticipated matchup that uh, a lot of people are waiting to see what the result of that will be. But before we dive into this week's episode, I'd like to tell you to start your day with Chick-fil-A. Your greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A's have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic chicken biscuit. It's easy to order in the Chick-fil-A app and earn points today. Well, now let's turn our attention to two marquee matchups in Division I Region 4. 10-1 Lakota West takes on 10-2 St. Xavier at Princeton Friday night. This is a rematch of the season opener that the Bombers won 31-14 back on August 20th. Seems like ancient history, but uh, here we are uh, in the regional semifinals, week 13. Uh, in that game, you might recall that Lakota West led at halftime. Uh, it certainly was an interesting uh, second-half uh, turn of events there as the Bombers took over. And uh, everybody's familiar, St. X defeated Lakota West 10-7 to in the 2020 regional final there at Lakota West and route to the state championship. So certainly plenty of intrigue, plenty of familiarity with Lakota West coach Tom Bolden and St. X coach Steve Speck. So it's going to be a fun one Friday night there in Sharonville. Also 9-3 Moeller taking on 10-1 Princeton. Speaking of Sharonville, the Vikings are in their, uh, their own uh, regional semifinal. This game will take place at Atrium Stadium in Mason Friday night. This is the first time that these two teams have met since week one of the 2008 season, believe it or not. And it's also the first time that Muller and Princeton have played in the playoffs since 1993. What a great history behind these two teams, a great rivalry back in the day. Uh, but how about the, the great job by these coaches? Princeton has 11 wins under head coach Andre Parker in his first season. Their only loss was a shutout to Lakota West back on September 10th. And Obviously, Coach Parker coming over from Wenton Woods, having so many successful years there in Forest Park, and he's brought that over to Sharonville and really has uh, changed the culture and the program there uh, for the Vikings. Moeller is led by head coach Mark Elder, as I mentioned before. He's just in his second season. Moeller had three wins in 2020, and this is the first time that Moeller has been to the third round since 2014. I caught up with Coach Elder after the Crusaders' 35-7 win over Fairfield in a regional quarterfinal in Norwood last week. Obviously, pretty dominant all the way around, Mark, uh, especially 21 nothing there at halftime. What did you guys do so well there in the first half, especially? Uh, well, I thought that we did. We had the one turnover, but I thought, generally speaking, we um, played pretty well in, in all three phases. Um, you know, we ran the ball really well tonight. I, mean, I thought that uh, 
Jordan and Weeder and Gabe, those three guys ran the ball really well. Obviously, that's behind an offensive line that, that did a good job for us. So I uh, thought that that was um, really a bright spot for us. You know, defensively, you know, we gave up the one big one, but um, besides that, they had some first downs, they got some yards, but we, we didn't break. Uh, we were able to bend and eventually get a stop, and I thought that, that was great to see. Thought that we tackled better than we had been tackling, which was uh, a very positive thing for us for sure. And that, that's a very good team. They were rolling. Um, you know, they got a couple dangerous guys in the backfield, and, and so pleased overall with our performance. Jordan takes a screen pass, goes 42 yards for a touchdown there at the end of the half. I mean, how valuable has he been for you this year? Well, that was a huge play for us, obviously, because that uh, right before half, I mean, to, to make that a three-score ball game, um, and, and he's been phenomenal. He's a, a really talented young man, and he's <laughs> the best kid in the world. So, um, you know, that was a huge play for us to be able to punch one in right before half to make it a three-score game. And, um yeah, he's been great, and, and I've, we had some great downfield blocks on that one too because he didn't do that thing alone. Um, they, they had a bunch of guys deep, and some of our linemen, uh, some of our little guys running down the field got on body on body, and and, uh, and, and we were able to get some blocks, which was great. Defensively, Janetti French with the interception, and Colin yeah. Barry had one. I mean, how pleased were you with the effort there? Yeah, we were able to get the ball back a couple times. Um, you know, we, we adjusted a lot of things throughout the game, to be honest with you. We didn't have a bunch of calls, but we did make quite a bit of adjustments throughout the game. The guys handled that stuff really, really well. Um, you know, I, I thought that, that we played well and hard and, and physical, um, collectively, defensively. Caddis, what's his injury? I, I don't know. Um, so I guess I'll find out here soon, but obviously he wasn't able to finish Again, third round of the playoffs, what's, what's your thought on uh, making it to the regional semifinals? Uh, yeah, I'm just proud of the guys. I mean, you know, we've uh, came into the season, you know, internally we had a lot of high expectations. We, we knew that we were capable of being a good team, um, and we've, we've done a good job. Um, but, you know, we just got to keep it rolling. We've got to continue playing well and, and hard and preparing well throughout the week, which I think that we've done. Um, we're going to have another big challenge this coming up week. I don't know who, who it is that, that's going to win that one, but both of those teams are uh, very, very good and, and very, very talented. So we're going to have our work cut out for us again. Well, certainly Moeller and Princeton will renew a rivalry of yesteryear on Friday night. This will be the first time, as I mentioned, these two teams have played in the playoffs since 1993. A lot of hype for this game. Uh, the winner will take on the winner of St. X and Lakota West in the regional final at a neutral site uh, next week. So that is going to be one to watch for sure. Well, now transitioning to Division Two, there were plenty of points at Kings High School Friday night, 52 to be exact, as Wynn Woods avenged a one-point regular season loss to the Knights and they defeated Kings 31-21 to there in the regional quarterfinal. I caught up with Winton Woods head coach Chad Murphy on Sunday night as he prepares to face LaSalle Friday night at Lakota East. Well, Coach, uh, obviously a, a very impressive uh, victory there at Kings on, on Friday night in the regional quarterfinal and a 10-point 31-21 victory. Um, where do you start with, uh, with that win, and what did you like most about the way you guys played on both sides of the ball? Well, I, I just felt like we uh, kind of put it all together uh, Friday night. You know, our, our defense has been just so solid, so consistent most of the year. And offensively, I felt like we've really come along here in the last few weeks, uh, probably, I guess, mid-season on. But 
Um, I, I just felt like we put it all together finally, and I, and I feel like when we're hitting on all cylinders, we're a pretty good football team. Obviously, at one point game in the regular season when you played Kings, and then uh, um, you know some people were kind of surprised to see the score there um, on, on Friday night. Uh, what, what was kind of the message of the team going into it? I mean, how did they respond, or what, what was kind of the the guys' uh, motivation besides being the playoffs there on Friday? Yeah, night? I, you know, I felt like we felt like uh, we probably let one get away from us, you know, in week three. Um, you know, we had, we had a couple touchdowns called back. We, you know, we miss an extra point. We give them an automatic first down, and they score the next play, and then we miss a field goal with less than two minutes to go. So, you know, to us, you know, it, it was more of uh, beating ourselves than somebody else beating us in week three. And, and you know, I, I, I think we, we, we've kind of played with a little bit of chip on our shoulder, you know, since that. And, um you know, just, uh, you know, we, we, we think that, you know, if we take care of us, we're going to be okay no matter who the opponent is. You know, we just got to, you know, minimize mistakes. And, and uh, you know, like I said, uh, defensively, we played we played just lights out and offensively putting it together. And we feel like, you know, just hitting on all cylinders, man, we're, we're just a pretty good football team. Tyreek Spikes had 240 yards rushing and two touchdowns. I mean, how valuable has he been to you all season offensively? Oh, he's – I mean, he, he's just a phenomenal young man. He's a phenomenal player. I mean, just dynamic as they get. Um, and, and, you know, we, we talk a lot about it. If we're big up front, you know, in the last, I guess it's been the last two weeks, maybe three weeks. I mean, we've ran the ball pretty decently most of the year. Um, but we've just kind of, you know, we, we, we've said we're pretty big up front. If we can just get bodies on bodies, you know, him, him and James Minor, obviously uh, uh, Tyreek's been hot here, real hot here the last few weeks. And, but, but, you know, we feel like we've got a couple backs that if we can just get bodies on bodies, you know, that they can go. And, and obviously playing great defense and running the football and playing good special teams is, is, is a good mix here in playoff time. You mentioned the defense. I think you forced uh, their quarterback into three interceptions. Uh, Jermaine Matthews with two of those. Um, what was the biggest key for Jermaine and maybe just your secondary in general? Well, we've got two really, really good corners, Cam Calhoun and Jermaine Matthews, obviously, and, uh, you know, Secondary is really, really good. Good linebackers, but I think the key is we've got a really good D line. You know, I, I think our defensive line is just really, really good. Led by J. Ron Gibson and and um, Jaden, you know, Jaden Denton, Taron Macklin, uh, Cam Jackson. I mean, we, we we've got Cam Fuller. I mean, we, we've got five, six D linemen that are just playing really, really good football. And you know, anytime you the, the DBs get a lot of credit for those interceptions, but anytime the D, D line is putting the pressure on on the quarterback that they're putting on it. You know, just makes this, the, the the back half a little, you know, the the, the back end a little a, a little bit better. So, but we feel really good. You know, our linebacker core, Kirsten Williams, inside backer, Mike Backers, played really really well all season. Seven blue, um, you know, Jay Anderson. We you know we feel like uh, we feel like we, you know we've got some really good players over on that side of the ball, and they're and they're they, they're just playing really consistent has been the key. Um, so feel really good about them guys, no doubt. Obviously, uh, another matchup with LaSalle and familiar with them. Um, uh, how much do you talk about the regular season matchup or is that ancient history as far as you're concerned? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we don't harp on it. I mean, you know, we, 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 we've mentioned our, our, our three losses, uh, you know, time, you know, here and there. But, you know, we, we, we try to move on. But on the other hand, you know, um, it's there. You know, it's 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 hard to hide it. I mean, it's it is what it is. You know, they didn't score an offensive touchdown in the first go round. You know what I mean? We 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 gave them a pick six before half, um, held them to a lot of field goals. Um, 
So you know, we, we know what kind of program, you know, that they have. And, and obviously this was last year's regional championship game and, and Winton Woods and, and LaSalle is, has had this matchup for years. So our kids know what it's about. Um, our fans know what it's about. You know, it, it's no secret. They're, they're a good football program, no doubt about it. But we feel like we are as well. About just the, the experience in the playoffs within the Winton Woods program. Obviously you were – Part of that, um, I mean, how, how has that really helped you at this time of the year, especially? Well, it's just, you know, it's just a great place. I mean, this football just means a ton here. And I've said it a hundred times this year, but, you know, this it, it's a great place. You know, Wenton Woods is, is a wonderful place. It's, it's Football just means a lot. Um, you know, this time of year is, is, is why you coach, you know, and having an opportunity to be here with, with these kids and, you know, and, 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 you know, the senior classes went through a ton of change. I mean, anytime you change football coaches, I mean, it, 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 it's, it changes tough, you know, on people and, and the way that these kids have handled change. And um, it, it's just been, uh, it, it's been almost too good to be true. Um, but it, it's, it's been a blessing, you know, it's been a blessing. I'm, I'm blessed to be where I'm at. Um, I tell these kids all the time, you know, a year ago, I would have never thought that I'd be in this position, you know what I mean, doing what I'm doing, what, I'm, what I have the opportunity to do now with these guys and at this place. And um, we're just trying to not take things for granted and just appreciate every every opportunity we get um, and, and just play 100 mile an hour. You know, we don't get any second chances. You know, it's uh, it's winter turning our equipment, you know what I mean? So. We, we've tried to had tried to have that mentality. Um, I these kids, you know, you would you come to our practice, you would never believe it was what week twelve or, or you're not now going on week thirteen with, you know, the way practices are and and and, and the way these kids you know come to work every day and it, it's been really great and uh, really really excited about getting them going to work tomorrow. No doubt about it. Remember, I visited practice. I think back in July, even stopped by in August and had a similar kind of theme like where you said you know you just you raved about the place um you know really um lauded a lot of the, the players and, and just the whole program itself and how grateful you were to be there i guess just as a head coach i mean what, what have you learned the most throughout this season and you know just in terms of how the season's gone you know it's an extra week as everybody knows we started a week early um but what's it been like for you i guess personally uh it's been a, it's it's been a blessing i mean it, it's just been a joy um, you know, this game is a huge part of my life. And, you know, I, I don't know where I would be, what I'd be doing if it wasn't for football, you know, and just trying to, you know, not let these kids take a day for granted. Not not that they do, but just always trying to be that constant reminder that, you know, how, how blessed we are to be doing what we're doing and where we're doing it at and, and just the history and the tradition that, that, that that's at this place. And, um, you know, you know, knowing those people are going to be coming back watching games and they're following and, and you know, it's just uh, – you know, just 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 being appreciative and, and and realizing that we truly truly are blessed to still be playing the game. You know, this this season, um, and 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 obviously Friday night should be a phenomenal atmosphere. So, um, it's just it, it's truly been a blessing. Wentworth Woods head football coach Chad Murphy always appreciate the time. Best of luck to you this Friday. Appreciate all you do, Mike. Well, you could hear in Coach Murphy's voice there. Wentworth certainly wanted another opportunity to take on LaSalle. Uh, these two teams have a history. Playing each other in the playoffs and in the regular season, for that matter. But uh, the Lancers won twenty-one to fourteen uh, back in Week Two. This game Friday night, Lakota East is also going to be a rematch of the twenty twenty regional final that LaSalle won. So certainly, plenty of storylines in this game as well to kind of mirror Division One in their matchups as well.
But before we go any further, I want to remind you to start your day with Chick-fil-A, your greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A's have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic chicken biscuit. It's easy to order in the Chick-fil-A app and earn points today. Certainly another coach who is uh, fully vested in his program is Mike Blout there, Roger Bacon. Let's switch over to Division 5, Region 20 for a second. Talk about the Spartans who are in the regional semifinals for a third consecutive year. The 9-2 Spartans play undefeated Preble Shawnee Saturday night at Lakota West. And I caught up with Roger Bacon coach Mike Blout this past weekend. I guess when you, when you look at this uh, Preble Shawnee team, it's undefeated. Uh, going into uh, this weekend, regional semifinal here at Lakota West. What do you know about them and what's been kind of your message to the guys? Uh, well, you know, they're they're really good. We really haven't talked much to the kids about them. Um, I mean, we've got the brackets up in our office. And so they they knew that, you know, their Preble Shawnee's good. They're 12-0 for a reason. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who you're playing. They're you know, 12 and 0. They're they're good. Um, you know, we've been watching film and coming up with a game plan all day. Um, their offense is electric. They they're um, they're a heavy run team. They got a, a really really good big running back. He's he's a big big kid um, that runs the ball well, moves well for a big kid, and then the quarterback can run and then throw well enough to to you know cause some problems if, if you rely too much to stop the run. Um, so they're good. I mean, they are a good, good football team. What's this been like this season for you, Mike, just kind of bigger picture? I mean, how do you kind of characterize the success of this, of this group and, you know, maybe these seniors, how they've led this team? Well, I think that the seniors and just the overall team, I mean, you know, we had a lot of the questions of, you know, how good's Bacon going to be without Corey and, you know, what are they going to do without Corey? And I, I know at the beginning of the year, I got, you know, I got tired of hearing the question because, um, you know, obviously we, we're never going to replace a Corey, but we got a lot of really good players on this team. Uh, you know, I got a lot of really good seniors, some really good juniors, and I, we got a couple of really good sophomores too. So, um, you know, I knew as a team this year, we, we just, you know, we, we could spread the wealth around a little bit more. And, you know, you talked about Jamal, he, he's really picked up the, uh, the pace, uh, Kyle Geyer, uh, one of our wide receivers, you know, he plays both sides of the ball. He's one of the studs on both sides of the ball. Jake Cheetah does an incredible job. Beamer Walker, one of our juniors, is a wide receiver DB who has really, really stepped up. Uh, Eric Johnson, one of our seniors, um, kind of an unsung hero the last couple of weeks. He's been making some big, big plays for us offensively, uh, big catches and, and big touchdowns. So, you know, then uh, you just you carry over to the defensive side and you know, you got we got George Jansen and Jake Law Willard, our linebackers, and Kent Guy are playing really well there. Um, our DBs are are playing lights out. So as a team, we we got a lot of kids that that buy into the team, um, the whole concept of of team play, and and that's what's been carrying us. And that that's that's huge. Uh, makes my job a lot easier. You've had some deep, deep postseason runs the past couple of years. I mean, how do you think those experiences have really helped the guys this year? Um, I, I think it, it really has. I mean, this, you know, this senior class, uh, you know, they were they were sophomores when we started this whole run. Uh, so it, it's kind of they're used to it. You know, they're, they're they're You know, when they were sophomores, we went too deep into playoffs last year. We went four deep into the playoffs, uh, made it all the way to the state semis. Um, so it's just kind of they expect it. Uh, you know, it, it was nice last week. You know, we had to turn the lights on it at the stadium to get our practice in. Um, you know, the younger kids were kind of like, wow, this we're practicing with the lights on. But the older guys were like, ah, this is, you know, it's no big deal. Um, and so we're kind of getting getting back into that um, mode of, hey, you know, practices are going to be cold and practices are going to be under the lights. And, um, you know, and, and the older guys are, are they're handling it 
you know, with ease and, and, and doing well with it. What about just as a coaching staff? What, you, what have you and your assistants learned, I guess, uh, maybe just a simple thing, maybe an approach, whether it be a practice, whether it be something in a pregame, what's that like? Uh, well, I, you know, as a, as a staff, we, you know, the, the biggest thing right now is to keep our guys healthy. Uh, you know, make sure we don't do anything stupid at practice to make sure, you know, a kid does not get hurt in practice. Um, you know, and so we, you know, we scaled some things back and, um, you know, we, we change our approach now because week 13, you know, everybody's banged up. Everybody's got injuries. Everybody's nicked up. So, you know, that that's never an excuse. You can never tell anybody that, you know, how well we lost because of, you know, we had an injury or we didn't play well because of an injury. That's everybody has them. You know, we had playing Marymont the other night. You know, their their quarterback was their starting quarterback was out, and their backup kid was phenomenal. You know, he had a, he had a good game. So, um, you know, everybody has them. So we we as a staff, we just our our goal is just keep our kids healthy, keep our kids fresh, and um, you know, try not to wear them out during the week, so they're they're good to go on Friday nights or Saturday nights now. Great. And then lastly, what's it been like just around the school community, just the support for the program, and obviously you've had success the past couple of years, as you alluded to, but just. How, how neat has it been just to have the, the crowds back and right. everything? Uh, yeah. Having the crowds back is, is huge. You know, it's, um, you know, it, it's amazing to, to finally look up and, and see, you know, full stands and the crowds going crazy and, and all that. That's really good to see, but you know, around school, it's awesome. You know, our, our girls volleyball team is uh, you know, they're, they making their run to state, you know, they play Friday um, in the state semis. Um, and so, you know, our guys support them, they support us. Uh, you know, we unfortunately didn't get to go see them this this week when they played Baden because we had to get ready for our game on, on Saturday. I wish the state would change that a little bit so we could we could support each other. But um, uh, so this Friday, our guys are going to go up to the, the state semi game and, and go see them. And uh, so, you know, the sport around the school is awesome. At a small school, you know, everybody knows each other and, you know, all the teams know each other. And, and uh, you know, they know how much time we put in we know how much time they put in so we we support each other and, and we we call it, we rally around the family and um it, it's really really cool great atmosphere great stuff roger bacon head football coach mike blatt always appreciate the time best of luck to the spartans this weekend yep thank you mike well certainly there were a lot of questions beginning of the season uh the spartans are without Corey connor who won mr football last year he's now playing college football at lsu uh but i think the uh, roger bacon football team and the coaching staff have certainly said, hey, we are a talented group. Uh, this is a, a team that uh, knows how to uh, be in the playoffs and succeed, and they are knocking on the doorstep of another regional title once again. Keeping with the Roger Bacon theme, uh, I, there was some news last week that Roger Bacon boys basketball coach Brian Neal announced he would step down after this upcoming season. Longtime coach has been at the helm for 17 seasons, has over 200 career victories, and uh, you might remember he was an assistant on that famous 2002 team that defeated Akron St. Vincent, St. Mary and LeBron James. Well, I spoke with Neil last week about his decision, a little bit about uh, the program and uh, what he plans to do next. And I think you'll find this quite interesting. Here's Coach Neil talking about his plans for the future. I guess, Coach, what, what went into this uh, decision? And uh, obviously everything uh, was announced this afternoon. But um, I guess how long had you thought of, of this and what kind of went into it? Um, you know, honestly, Mike, I've, I've probably known for, I think I've probably known since the last, since the end of last season. Um, you know, and, and when I think about it, I, I've, I've talked to so many other people that, you know, they said, well, um, how will you ever know it's time? How will you ever know it's time? And interestingly enough, 
it's just something that I know. I just know in my heart that it's time. Um, you know, we've had a, a great run and, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of what we've accomplished and, and, and all those things, but I just think it's time for a change for me. I think it's time for a change for our program. Um, you know, am I the right guy for the job? Yeah, I think I am. But at the same time, um, I think, I think new blood might, might do us some good too. Can you kind of put into words what Roger Bacon basketball boys and girls for that matter is meant to you in your life? Well, you know, I've just got so many fond memories. I mean, it's almost like, um, you know, I'm not defined by that, but it's, you know, next to my family, it's, you know, the, the, the biggest part of my life that, that of, of anything, right. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's given me so, so much. I mean, I've been blessed to work with great people, um, to get to coach just fantastic kids. Um, so it's given me, I would say so much more than I've, I've given it. Um, so I, I've been really, really blessed in that, in, in that standpoint that, um, you know, I, I've got to, to work with, with, with such great people and, and just got to enjoy so many, um, so many great times and great memories. And um, it's just filled my life in a way that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that, as they say, to, to feel like I've never really worked a day in my life because what I've got to do has been so enjoyable. And I guess um, just w- what went into the fact that, you know, you're able to do this and announce it that you're going to do, you're going to step down to the conclusion of the season. I mean, it's the kind of the coach K uh, type, type of uh, way of going about well, it. It's got to be a great thing for you yeah, and for all the alumni. Yeah. There's a lot of things that went into it. Um, I think first and foremost, um, I felt like my players deserved to know, um, you know, I, I went through our entire summer, summer program, um, and our entire fall program. And, um, we worked our tails off and we tried to do as best that we could and, and tried to get ready for this season. Um, just like we have every other season, um, you know, but deep down there was like this secret that I had that, that I felt like the sooner they were aware of it, the, the better off we would all be. Um, and I think, you know, from, again, I want what's best for Roger Bacon high school and for Roger Bacon basketball. Ultimately that's, you know, when I, when I went into Steve Shad about a month ago and told him that I had made this decision, um, you know, that was first and foremost in my, in my mind is, is what can we do? What, how do we proceed? Um, so it's the best thing, not for Brian Neal. I, I, I don't know that I really care too much about that, but what's the best thing for Roger Bacon basketball specifically? And if that's announcing it right now, then let's do that. Um, I told him if he wanted me to wait till the end of the season, I would have. Um, but I would, you know, like I said, I I wanted to get it out to the to the kids, especially, um, you know, because Steve, Steve, Steve tried to get me to, to reconsider several times, but like I said, I, I'm lucky that I just know. I just have this gut feeling that it's just time. What will this season be like for not only you, but maybe your family? Obviously, your son being on the team. You have a daughter that's fresh from there. Have you thought about yeah, that? Yeah, I have. Uh, thankfully, there will be people in the stands this year. Um, so that'll be good. Um, but, but honestly, Mike, um, 
there's going to be some special nights, no doubt about it. I'm not going to sit here and try to deny that, but most nights it's going to be just like any other year. Um, you know, Andrew is my son and, and I love him to death. And uh, I know I, I wish that he has a fantastic year. Um, but at the same time, from, you know, three to five or on game nights at 730, he's, he's another one of the guys that, that, that um, you, you know, that's trying to help us win a game. What about just the um, significance of the, you know, the 20th anniversary of the O2 team? And there's going to be some commemorations of that. And do you think this, this kind of the memories of the whole coaching aspect at Roger Bacon will, will kind of uh, be flooded in your mind throughout the year? Yeah, that, that, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to a lot of things this year. Um, I, I'm excited about our group. I'm excited about, um, you know, the potential of, of what we've got going on. Um, but that, that stuff that, you know, because it's the 20th anniversary, they're all getting bit invited back to the sports tag to get honored at the sports tag. And we actually play the following Friday night at home. And that's going to be a, a night where we really um, try to honor them as well. Um, you know, and to top it all off, I think ESPN is going to come and, and do a story about that. So um, it could be a it could be a really, really enjoyable time, um, you know, not just for the season. But, yeah, kind of reminiscing about, uh, you know, I hope all my form, former players come back and come see a game one more time and and I get to catch up with all of them. That would that would be uh, the icing on the cake for me, definitely. Very cool. What do you like about this group they have this season? Well, we we have uh, we have six seniors, and all of them played significant minutes last year. Um, and and it's not too frequently you you get a group that is has stayed together the way these six guys have. Um, they play together really well. They mesh together really well. Um, and then we've got, um, you know, a couple of juniors and, and actually we've got, uh, a young freshman that we're excited about that, that, that will definitely contribute to, to hopefully to, to some sex, successful times. Well, this will be an interesting basketball season. I know we're uh, all busy talking about football, but, uh, that was significant news last week that coach Neil announcing that he will step down after this upcoming season. A lot of, uh, anniversary celebrations, maybe the 20th year, um, since, Roger Bacon defeated that Akron St. Vincent St. Mary team. So they'll kind of have some uh, uh, extra special commemorations as this season goes along. You could tell in Coach Neal's voice, uh, he's not going to get too sentimental here. He's going to keep uh, his Spartans focused and ready to go. And uh, he's one of the most organized coaches that I know of and have covered over the past 18 years here in greater Cincinnati. But uh, that's all we have for you this week on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Be sure to check out my story if you missed it this past weekend. Western Brown junior quarterback Drew Novak passed Joe Burrow on the OHSA's all-time single-season passing yards list. And Novak has thrown for 4,466 yards, 50 touchdowns this season. And that's entering this Friday night's regional semifinal game against Jackson. So uh, Drew is is obviously continuing to climb the record books of uh, high school state football history and is something to... uh, certainly behold if uh, you're a broncos fan or just a fan of high school football in general uh, he's definitely worth checking out so thanks again for listening to this episode we will talk to you again next week